Hey, what up Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics podcast that features the one and only athletics director here. It's Andy Fee, and it's the LB Fee Show, hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right, Mike Gardavasio. Uh Andy, welcome to your show. How are we doing, guys? We're doing well. We're right. doing well. You've been busy. How was your weekend? We had a lot going on. We've got a lot going on uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, I'm thinking back to Tuesday night of last week where uh, volleyball started uh, a great 3-0 run. And then obviously going into this weekend with volleyball, or this past weekend hosting Santa Barbara and Cal Poly and water polo with SC. I mean, there's just so much going on. Yeah, so with the town hall meetings, you just had one, and another one's coming up, so I wanted to touch on that, too. Now, that was last week at, uh, you guys went to Naples Rib Company, right? That's right. So we had uh, Jeff Kamen and uh, Dan Munson and myself. Uh, they're talking hoops, talking basketball, and it had a really nice turnout, uh, thanks to Naples and Dave Ursini for, for hosting us. But uh, it's that time of the year. People are excited. People want to know what's going on, what's the schedule look like, what's the conference look like. Do you just feel like the energy tick up a little bit when we get into like mid-October and everyone can just see basketball season around the corner? Is, is sort of everyone everywhere a little bit more energized? For sure. I, I get so many more comments, and it's it's not that uh, people aren't interested in other sports, but um, you know, basketball, it's a big deal. It's a big deal here and in the local community. And uh, I've, I've got people continually asking me about, hey, what's the deal with tickets? What's the schedule look like? How's the team look like? So this is definitely that time of the year. Well, we will be joined a little bit later on by one of those coaches, Dan Munson, who's going to run down the uh, the men's season. A little programming note, we are recording this on the day of the black and gold scrimmage, and then it'll be out next week. So so we're just really hoping that nothing, no one like rips a rim yeah. off or something well, we'll crazy. Have, well, hopefully we'll have video footage of that if that does occur. Uh, but I know that I had the best question at the first town hall, so I have to ask, who had the best question at the second town hall? The second uh, town hall, we actually were on point. I think our fans are, are dialed in. We had so many questions. People wanted to know about uh, about our opponents, conference opponents. Okay. Um, I think, as you guys know, when, when you talk to Coach Munson, uh, this conference is it should be a really strong year. And I think everyone's looking ahead, not not to get too far ahead, but they're thinking about conference championships. They're thinking about the conference tournament and thinking, well, where do we fit in there? What are we going to be seated going into the the conference tournament, and it's going to be a super competitive on the men's side, um, on the women's side uh, as well, a lot of returners. So, um, you know, I think people were just excited to see the coaches out as well. I mean, you know, we don't do enough of that. That's something that we're working on, and we're going to continue to do that the next town hall. Uh, I'm not sure if we lock down which coaches we'll have there, but we'll have more coaches, myself, there. Right, you guys said you were going to go to O'Malley's? O'Malley's on Main is uh, nice. going to be the host, and obviously we love we love going down there. We're so. busting out the phones. We're checking the calendars. We're making sure there's no, like, World and it's Series gonna be, games that night. I was going to say, it's going to be early enough that we won't be in danger of the college-age versions of JJ and I and our friends getting into a fight at that. <laughs> correct. Uh, yes. okay. Correct. No brawling out loud. Uh, <laughs> no 1 a.m. O'Malley visits. Exactly. No, we, we want uh, to keep it tame. But, well, we'll uh, definitely ask Dan Munson about the conference, and uh, I'll let him know where I think uh, Long Beach State's going to end up. I really think there's like five teams in this Big West Men's Conference uh, that uh, that could that could go for the tournament title, and not only during the season, but also at Anaheim. 
Well, and I, you know, one other thing that we always uh, want to talk to Dan about as well, you mentioned where teams are going to land in the conference, but it really comes down to where teams are going to land in the conference tournament. Yep. And so I absolutely think Long Beach State is in that conversation. It is a weird thing. We're about to do months of basketball, but you and I and the fans know, hey, man, ultimately it's going to come down to those days in Anaheim and, you know, who gets that golden ticket. No doubt. I love that this team's playing back-to-back games at home in the non-conference. you got to be ready to do that, man, because you're going to have to do it later in the year. Uh, do we have a schedule? update we do so uh november 14th november okay. 14th be there or be plenty square. of distance away from the world I was series gonna say that i'm very confident there won't be a world series game tonight. <laughs> hopefully all right let's run it down what's going on on campus and around the local area for long beach state this week busy week this week at the beach long beach state women's soccer has a huge game on sunday we'll get to that in a second but on thursday they're at uc riverside to try to stay uh keep pace atop the Big West Conference. Women's tennis is going to be at the Southwest Southwest Regionals all weekend long. And women's volleyball is going to continue a very busy week. They just swept Fullerton on Tuesday. And then they're going to take swept on... Swept is a very polite term for what they did to Fullerton. It, it's yes. true. 25-6, which would have been a 15-0 donut in the, uh, in the traditional scoring, is, uh, yes, a, a convincing win. So then they got UC Santa Barbara Friday <laughs> and uh, Cal Poly Saturday. So... I mean, obviously, the Cal Poly game is going to be tough, but you know, getting them back in the pyramid for three straight games, it's one of those homestands that you hope in the future you look back on and say, that's when they I, grew. I wish they'd gotten a little more time between the Santa Barbara and Cal Poly matches because you can see the improvement arc on this team, and I wish that they could have gotten Cal Poly the second time like right at the end of the regular season. But, uh, yeah, curious to see just in those couple weeks since they went up there uh, you know, how much better they do or don't look. Long Beach State Cross Country going to be in Fullerton for that Titan Invitational, which is really interesting because the Big West Conference Championship is also on that course in Fullerton. It's a a, a preview race, absolutely. Fullerton's smart to get in on doing that. Uh, We see that at the high school level. I think with Cross Country, you kind of need it because your best athletes need to know where the potholes are when they're running out in front of everybody else. Just like the marathon people know their course before they get out on the marathon. Andy, you're the best runner at the table. What do you think? It's it's smart. Like Mike said, the, the more you know, it, it's like in golf when they play the practice rounds. I mean, you know, to show up out of the blue and, and try and run a, a course, cross-country course, would be very difficult. I mean, you are thinking about where you're going to step and where the opportunity to misstep. Um, and seconds matter. And collectively, seconds matter. You know, it's not just your top runner, but it's it's your, it's your it's your last runner in your in in your group of where are they going to finish? So any opportunity to get a better understanding um, is a huge huge deal. And and as Mike said, these are those preview opportunities. Back on campus on Saturday, like I said, it's busy. Women's volleyball taking on Cal Poly in the mid, and then Long Beach State men's water polo taking on number three USC at one o'clock, and then they're going to host their alumni for the annual alumni game at three thirty. Another big top-ranked opponent for Long Beach State at home at Ken Lingwin Aquatic Center. But I just love the fact that they do this alumni game in the middle of the season because people are in the rhythm of coming to these water polo games. And I think alumni games in the middle of the season always draw a little bit more as opposed to before the season started. Maybe it's not on people's calendars yet. I think this should go campus-wide. I want more alumni games. Let's play two. I don't, I, don't, I don't even care. I just think it's so cool to see people come back and kind of relive those days where you get to see – guys and girls who had played here before take on the guy I, I just think it's for I just think it's cool and it's also kind of speaks to what you've talked about a lot is trying to get those alumni back on campus yeah and it's awesome because we find that those alums they love seeing the current student athletes 
they love it. You know, that's where the stories kind of get told and the laughing, uh, just the camaraderie piece. And, you know, we need our, I talk about all the time, we need to be better with our community, with our alums. And these are kind of no-brainer opportunities. I mean, this is, this is fun. The coaches love it. Uh, we want to keep our alums connected. You know, they, they are the ones that, that, that trailblaze ahead. And um, our current student athletes need to recognize those that came before them. And that's the way it will continue. In 10, 15 years, they'll be in the same position looking back. So we're going we're gonna to keep working on that for sure. I love to see the pages of the book stick together sometimes. Sunday, <laughs> George Allen Field, Long Beach State Women's Soccer taking on UC Irvine. Uh, UC Irvine hasn't actually beaten Long Beach State since 2015, and that includes the thumping that Long Beach State gave the Anteaters 3-0 in the conference tournament in 2016. This is like a tournament championship preview. This is the number one team in the conference, UC Irvine, taking on the number two team. These teams have already played each other with a 1-0 scrimmage before this very season, so they're so familiar. It's classic black and blue rivalry, big West rivalry. So much heart is going to be on that field on Sunday. I'm, I'm fired up. It's going to be physical. Uh, like you said, the teams know each other. I don't think there's going to be any huge surprises. I think, you know, Mauricio, um, he's very comfortable, very happy with our program right now. I mean, we, we've got some just exceptional student athletes and I think it's just match it up. And, and, you know, if we do what we need to do and our athletes perform, we're, we're pretty confident. All right, as we bring on our first guest, I want to remind Long Beach State fans about the 562.org and all the coverage we're providing of Long Beach State Athletics. We've got a daily newsletter that arrives in your email box, video highlights, previews, recaps, photos, Twitter updates, everything you could ever want in coverage of Long Beach State. <laughs> okay, so we're going to bring on our special guest now, the man who took his program back to the top of the Big West Conference, the owner of a fresh new contract and the 12th year head coach of the men's basketball team. It's Dan Munson. What's up, Coach? Thanks for joining us. Well, what's up, Long Beach? Isn't that the? Isn't that <laughs> what we say? And this that was the earlier. <laughs> we don't say what's up, Long Beach anymore. You can do it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, can, can we isolate that clip, please? We're going to use that in the future. <laughs> Thanks, uh, producer Roger. Uh, Coach, kind of a weird situation here. We're recording this on a Thursday tonight. You guys are having your annual black and gold scrimmage. Both men's and women's basketball teams in the pyramid, kind of giving everybody a first look. So, I guess in retrospect, what do you hope to be seeing from your team? in a scrimmage like this and in any other scrimmage you guys are doing before you take on UCLA on opening night? Well, I thought since this was broadcast after the scrimmage, I could just say, wow, that was a great scrimmage. Yeah, and go ahead. Go I for just, it. That's I great. can just give you what, what I'm playing in my mind, you know, that everything's going to look so great tonight. Does but, black win or does gold win? Uh, the, the, the beach wins. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. The beach On gets point. our first victory of the year yes, tonight. You're not, this is not one to stress out about, yeah, for sure. No. But it's fun because uh, because I've got a fun group. i got guys that are working hard. And, and, and it, it'll, you know, I can pretty much promise you, like every scrimmage of the 30 years I've been coaching, it'll be, it'll be scrappy, ugly, uh, and give us lots to work on. But that's what it's for, you know. It's not – uh, uh, that's what you need. That's why they need coaching. They need guys to, to kind of clean it up for them. And, uh, these guys have been very coachable and they're very, uh, open to that, uh, getting better and cleaning it up. Uh, and we've got a whole, uh, new defensive system that they've really, I think it's the players are excited about being more pressure oriented, more, uh, out in the lanes, uh, and, and trying to, uh, be more aggressive. Uh, which kind of fits our our uh, our personality and and our skill set. So uh, I think it'll be I think the scrimmage will tell us a lot, and we'll be better when this thing airs uh, a week from now. <laughs> who who do you think is going to win the three point shooting competition? 
Uh, I think the one somebody from the female from the girls team. Well, I like that. that. You know, because uh, they're they're one and zero on defending champions in that uh, thing, and uh, <laughs> our our guys uh, I think are, are going to be gentlemen and and step aside again and lose again. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you you mentioned uh, that sort of different focus on defense, new defensive system. Is that Coach Braz? Is that something that he's put in? And you know how how nice has it been to have a veteran hand like him sort of focusing on that aspect of the game? It is. It's that you're. Accurate on all accounts. There, it's great to have. I think. I think you know. Uh, Rod Palmer was an awesome assistant. Uh, uh, he was responsible for you know three, you know, helping with three uh, straight uh, league championships and NCAA bid and all that. But uh, I think uh, new is always change is always good, especially when we've had two years in a row where we've you know not not lived up to our potential and and kind of been stale a little bit especially on the defensive end i think it was our calling card during those championship years and it was it was our achilles heel the last two years so it was time for a, a change whether whether the staff stayed the same or not we were going to have to reevaluate that into the floor and to be able to i think it was one of the first things when i went into andy fee uh, when when he was going to leave, we, we we talked about what's what's the next what's that filling that job look like, and we both said almost simultaneously that uh, we need a contemporary, somebody that can challenge me. You know, I, I think we've had talent has not been the 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 real Achilles heel where most teams it's just like well we're not good enough to to do those things. I think I think we have to look at the coaching, and and that's my. Uh, my job, and, and uh, I think I needed uh, some some challenge there, uh, and some new ideas, and, and somebody to um, uh, give me uh, a little bit of a relief on one side of the ball, and say, hey, I can I can help make a difference here. And Braz has checked all those boxes. So, and not only that, it's just great to have. He's a, he's a 49er. I mean, it's it's where he got. He started in college coaching. He's come full circle, and now he comes back 20 years later with this, all this experience, and uh, has just done a, a great, uh, uh, been a great breath of fresh air for our program. Uh, you know, one thing people might not necessarily know: you are actually the program wins leader, um, joining. A, you're a, a big part of a very storied coaching tree. From from the research we've done, I believe Long Beach State is the only NCAA Division One college with three coaches in the Naismith Hall of Fame. Uh, one of them, Tex Winter, passed away just last week. You know, what were your thoughts on that and, and about, you know, being a part of that tradition with Tarkanian and Lute Olson and Tex Winter and obviously some of the biggest names and minds in, in your profession? Well, it's, it's humbling. It's, uh, I, I didn't, uh, again, realize the, the, the history of it till I got here. And uh, uh, I didn't realize the history of it till we'd been covering the team for a few years. Yeah. I mean, like Lute Olson is not exactly synonymous with <laughs> with Long, Long Beach, Beach State, State basketball, you know. And you didn't even mention Seth Greenberg or, or um, uh, holy cow, I'm blanking right now. I went to, um, went to Colorado from here. Um, and, uh, but, uh, and Mike Montgomery went to school here. Uh, so there's um, uh, a huge uh, lineage of great coaching that came out of Long Beach State. The, uh, I, I said this uh, earlier this week to a group, um, uh, the blessing that I've had is is that most of those coaches used this as a stepping stone job and went into a bigger and better you know payday or greener pasture or what whatever it was, whereas I I did that from Gonzaga to Minnesota, and then came here with a different mindset than most young coaches would, and uh, and so I've got to 
to use this more as, as a destination place rather than, than a stepping stone. And I remember uh, the, the ple- one ple- meeting I had with Tex Winter, he, he, he was in our locker room and I had him talk to our team before. And, and after he got done, he said, Coach, I, this was one of my, my favorite places that I coached as I look back. And I said, you know, that's funny because it's, it's, it is for me too. And I'm, I'm very fortunate that I got to see other places first. So I was able to know the value and, and how special this place is. Right. Yeah. I think Lute had a, Lute had a comment about that um, as well, that it was like, I mean, cause he came here from LBCC, which is mm-hmm. not the traditional coaching path anymore for mm-hmm. <laughs> NCAA coaches, but he said the same thing. He got here and then when he can sort of move up, you know, as he thought of it up to a PAC 12 job, that was obviously what everyone wanted to do. But he said the same thing. It was like, I wish I'd appreciated more what that time meant, I guess. Coach, Back to this season, you just mentioned it, everything feeling new, new contract and stuff like that. Uh, there's a couple new things I wanted to run by you, just get your opinion on it. New schedule. You guys changed the philosophy of the schedule this year. Do you like how the schedule turned out, and do you see more change coming in the future? Well, I don't I don't think you really, uh, you know, I've, I've liked schedules before they started, and then they're a disaster once you get in them. So Fair play. You don't really, you don't really like, like a schedule until you maneuver through it and have some success, but... Um, I think, again, uh, because of the last couple of years, uh, we needed some change. And, and, and it, it has to be from coaching to personnel to philosophies. And, uh, you know, that philosophy that I've always had that, you know, we, we go any place, anytime, anywhere, you know, challenge these guys and get them, give them some reality and, and then let them improve in a, in a regular season and, and then meet them on a neutral court later. You know, all that's good and well, but it hasn't been working. And we haven't gotten that large bid. We haven't, we didn't improve the last couple of years uh, from our preseason to our regular season like we had in the past. So I had to reevaluate a little bit. And when I reevaluated it, I still am a firm believer in the concept. And, and, and I'm still convicted in how Gonzaga got going when I was there and, and how, how good mid-majors have elevated to, to that next level. And so I'm still convicted of that, but I do think that the one thing the last couple of years that has taken a toll on our teams has been the travel. And uh, I still think you got to play these these elite games and, and give them. It's been great recruiting uh, to those games. Uh, hey, if you, UCLA and USC aren't going to recruit you, come here and we'll play them because you know they've been they've been on our schedule every year, and so you know we can point to that. But in those games are, are, are always going to be there if we can get them because it's a bus ride over and a bus ride back and and uh, you know it's you're not going to get a better opportunity for our, our program to be on a national stage and, and just in this area and, and and we've beaten both those two teams since I've been here so you know th- those things aren't going to change but I do really like the fact that our kids are only going to miss three days of school in the first semester uh, and then once they hit league, I think they only miss about two or three days. So, you know, the, the, it should help us academically, but it also should help us. I mean, even last year when we started to dial it back a little bit, we went from uh, Huntington, West Virginia to, to Florida to back here for two games, you know, within a six-day period. And I just felt like uh, the travel was what was uh, the thing that we had to try to help our guys with a little bit because – we're not chartering planes or we're not in first class. We're, we're at 6 a.m. on a Southwest, uh, you know, battling middle seats uh, at 610, you know. And that can, that, that can end up being more damaging on your season than I think you really realize. How about the floor, the new floor stain in the Walter Pyramid? Do you like it? I do. I do. I think, uh, you know, uh, 
it's I love the old uh, beach uh, uh, concept uh, and the word beach and all the things that went with it. But I think uh, what uh, President Conley and Andy have come in here and done is 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 just streamlined everything into one brand, and uh, and branded everything and given us a consistent message uh, of who we are. And uh, so you know um, I I you know not up on the times or this or that, but. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, if I'm going to go out and pick a new suit out, you know, my wife's going to do that for me. So I'm not into the <laughs> style of, of what's uh, to date or anything. But I think we're staying with the times and, uh, and we're uh, branding this university. Uh, and that's the most important thing. We're out there to be the window of this university and represent it. And I think we're, we're sending that message through one uh, brand. And, and uh, I think the floor is really clean. And, and our new uniforms, our players love. So I love them. I was just going to say, so you're saying you didn't design the new uniforms? Uh, I I actually had a little input in them. Oh hey! Uh, so I. Uh, but you're but saying not, you weren't on Snapchat directly getting feedback. No, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I I wasn't. I didn't have a pen and paper out uh, uh, drawing and, and that kind of thing. But uh, uh, my 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 claim to fame on the uniforms is is all four have a little message on the belt. I did see that mindset and, was on there. And and I and I I did you know and I think that's on the road one because on the road you have to have a, a very tough mindset and you know the, the the new pyramid logo is on one and and that's for them to remember when they put that uniform on I know that's a home uniform to protect the to protect your home court. Right. So little messages like that uh, I got input on the uh, colors and schemes and all that. That's to the hipper Andy fees of the of the <laughs> yeah. department. Yeah. Well, I I've already got my name on the list to get one of those uh, gold LBC jerseys. Those things are super clean. If you haven't seen them, check out our Twitter feed. We retweeted the uh, university release. But speaking of this season and kind of everything being new, what what are your expectations for this year? Like, what do you expect? From this group and we talked about it the other day a lot of returners but a lot of fresh faces too yeah yeah um, my expectations is to win the big west uh, conference and, and win the big west tournament you know that, that i'm never going to back away from that the, the, we have uh a great program here uh that we've built uh and i after 12 years you shouldn't have to rebuild uh that's that's an excuse you need to reload and you need to every year be accountable for uh, winning uh, winning championships here. This this place is, you know, gave us all the resources to be champions, and we need to, you know, that needs to be our goal. With that being said, you know this this team, you know, is it's going to have its work cut out to, to to get to that goal. I mean, we've we do have six seniors, but only two of them been in a program more than two years. So they they've come from different, you know, when we had the the. I don't know what you call it. Two years ago, where where, where the transfer uh, craze went across America, and it it bit us two years ago. Um, uh, you know, we had to we had to go out and get a couple junior college players. We got a, you know, Brian Alberts from Gonzaga, and and, and so we've got some we've got some uh, veterans, but not a, as much experience as maybe it looks like on paper. Uh, but but again, I like this team. Uh, I think uh, it I think it can compete for a championship and. Um, I, I'm I'm ready to go to war with them and, and, and try to do it. Uh, one thing I'm always interested in, uh, you and I have talked about this a few times over the years. You've you've spoken in a I think a really interesting introspective way about your tenure here. Do you think more now about the difference between winning the Big West and winning the Big West tournament? I mean, there's obviously been years where I think we everyone in this room felt like you guys maybe had the best team in the conference, but didn't win the tournament and get to go to the NCAA's. 
do you change anything about the way you recruit or about you know substitution patterns in terms of rest so that realistically everything comes down to that week to decide who gets the bid you know have you sort of changed philosophy or thought about that at all yeah and it's it's just too hard for me to change I mean I, I just think as a coach you pour your heart and soul into you know three months to, to see who the best team in the league is and the best team in the league ultimately is the team that wins the, the regular season I mean you know you it's you go you play each team twice you know, home and away, uh, you know, and it's a 16-game measuring stick versus a three-game measuring stick. There's no way in the world, you, as a coach, you can, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, well, let's just, let's just save up for those three games <laughs> and wait till then to, 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 to put in these special plays or whatever it is, you know. If you, if you can wave a magic wand, I mean, we obviously know the value of the tournament to the conference and everything. If you could wave a magic wand, would you rather the, the regular season Big West champion be the team that goes to the NCAAs? I would agree with you. That yeah. is more often than not the best team. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. As a coach, you're always going to absolutely uh, feel that it's, it's more fair. But, but the reality is, is, is we are in an entertainment business, and the tournament makes it entertaining in that – that win or go home mindset is what's gotten uh, the NCAA tournament so much notoriety, and so it's never going to change. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for that. I don't want that change because it's not good for basketball. But when you, but the purest of of coaching, uh, you know, uh, a a a regular conference championship is a big deal. Now I, you know, Lute Olson you, did not want a conference tournament. I'll yeah, guarantee that. Yeah, sure. No, no. Most coaches, <laughs> most coaches probably wouldn't. But 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 what I'm what I'm trying to say, and I don't know if I'm articulating it well, is. You know, if you ask me, okay, we, we can only win one of them next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the tournament 100% of the time. Right. Because going to the NCAA tournament is what the year is all about and giving our kids that experience that, that, I, that they don't know because Brian Alberts is the only one in, our, in, our, uh, in that locker room that's been to an NCAA tournament. Nobody's done it here at Long Beach except the coaches. You know, they don't know what they've been missing. So uh, to give them that experience 100 times out of 100, I'm going to say I want to win the tournament this year. But – when it comes to the grind and, and what I'm trying to do with these young men this year, you know, uh, and, and, it, and it also happens first. So you, all your focus right now is winning a regular season conference championship. And then, you know, that week is, is you know, part of the magic of, of college basketball and being a part of it is, is, is fun. And, and I've been on the short end of it, you know, more than, more than not, but it, it doesn't keep you com com from coming back and, and wanting to be a part of it this year. We talked about it a couple times on this show already. So just for you personally, your personal preference, would you rather see the Big West Conference Tournament go to a different site, maybe like a Las Vegas or something like that, or would you like to see it maybe go to home sites where, like you're saying, the best team is going to play at home and maybe have a little bit more of an advantage? Well, I, th I think we, we've got to look at all those things. It's, it's, I think our league tournament is a, a lot like what I said about our season last year. When, it's, when, when it can be better, you need to look at it to try to make it better. And I would support either one of those things. I'd support um, – I was the one that – you know, we'd won the league three times in a row – and uh, or, or 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 we were the best team anyway, and and they and they went, decided to go to you know the, talked about away. the Honda Center versus you know having buys, and they said, well, if we leave the um, if we leave the uh, 
uh, old Anaheim Convention Center, which was not good for our, 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 our look or our, the growth of our conference, um, then the, the Honda Center was going to mandate that the best teams play every day so for attendance. And they, they looked at me, you know, and, and I said, if it's the best thing for the league, then we need to do it as coaches. You know, that, that's our job is to, you know, um, um, be proponents of progress and making it the best it can possibly be. And it wasn't the best thing for our, our basketball program, but it was the best thing for the league. And, and we didn't go then, you know, we weren't protected as the best team. But for two years in a row after they went to the Honda Center, and then we finally the third year we were. So... It, it, I, I think it would be great environments at home sites. I, I would, I think, you know, it would be awesome because uh, I think the, the, you know, if we had a, a Big West uh, uh, tournament game in the in a pyramid, I think it would be full. I think if it was in Hawaii, they'd have eight thousand people there. I For think sure. if it, yeah. you know, I think if it was, you know, yeah, if it was at, it might be, uh, you know, a little dicey if it was at Riverside or or, but but boy, it would be packed to the gills and a great atmosphere. Yeah. Those would all be great, but the, the, the pragmatic, you know, there's a lot of logistics to that, holding all those arenas, getting and traveling Hawaii to one of those sites or whatever it is. It's not just, you just can't say, well, that would work for us, let's go try it. It's, uh, there's a lot more to it than that. Going to Vegas, I suggested that at our league meetings 12 years ago, and the one thing that came up is, well, this is, this is state money, you know, and... And uh, we've got, you know, uh, nine, eight, eight teams using state money, and we're going to take uh, and, and that money to, to Vegas. Good point. Uh, so uh, that was their thing. I think they've softened on that a little bit now. But, but I think we do need to look at every opportunity we have right now and, and try to make it as good as we can. Dan Munson, ahead of the curve. Yeah. Screaming Vegas before it was cool. Um, I want the week vacation in Vegas. That's Fair enough. I'm yeah. Well, I do. I do think you know. Right now, working vacation. Excuse me. You know, um, uh, Anaheim is a great destination for people from you know Washington or Minnesota or Chicago or whatever. Yeah. But for people at in Fullerton or Irvine or Long Beach. It's not really a – so I do think we need that tournament to be – what if our team loses? What if, am I, Is there anything to do there for a week? So uh, Mike's point of, hey, I want the week in Vegas, people I think would go there, yeah. you know. Uh, My wife and kids are fine with us being in Vegas, whether I'm covering basketball yeah. games or not, yes. You know, I, I, you know, what if they had the tournament in Hawaii? Yeah, well, her family's from you Hawaii, know, so yeah, that would yeah. be like – But, I mean, again, that's me. another destination, yeah. you know uh, – a place now. Am I am I am I going to be jumping up and down to go play Hawaii at Hawaii for all the marbles? No. Sure, right. But what is best for our, our, our you know? And I, there's a lot of logistics to you know throwing yeah eight teams over to to that island too. But I'm just saying, uh, we we need our league needs something to jumpstart it to be different, something to to uh, uh, get more excitement because the the uh, there's not a better venue than the Honda Center for a tournament. But the reality of it is when you're getting 4,000 people to it, we got to look at trying to figure that out to make it better. Speaking of the conference, what do you think the conference is going to look like this year? Well, I think it's the, the top of it might be three years ago, three years ago, Hawaii, uh, Fullerton, uh, Hawaii, um, Santa Barbara, Irvine, and ourselves were all top 100 teams. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I see that we could be a, a, a league like that again this year. I think – Irvine has a top, top chance to be a top 100 team. They got everybody back. I think Davis has a chance to be a top 100 team. Yeah. They got everybody but Manecki back, and they played the majority of the league without him last year. Yep. I think that, that Fullerton has the best team they've had since I've been here. You know, uh, they've got everybody back. 
and can be a top 100 team. And, you know, so I think those three teams are, are, are above everybody else. I tell our players that all the time. If we're just going to practice the same as those three teams today, we're going to get beat. We've got to improve because they, they proved last year that they're ahead of us. So, yeah. you know, I think – and the way uh, um, Santa Barbara, you know, finished ahead of us, the way they're, you know, recruiting with – they've gone to a, a fifth-year philosophy and transfers and that kind of thing. You know, they're, you know, who knows what, you know, where they're going to be. So there, there's uh, the upper echelon of the league will be daunting for us. And probably, I mean, I think we were picked to win this league six, seven years in a row. Uh -huh. You know, and we'll probably be picked, you know, as low as we've been picked since I, my first year here. You know, probably fourth or fifth, I'm guessing. Yeah, I got you fourth. I got you in the top four with uh, UC Davis, UC Santa Barbara, and UC Irvine. It'd be a cold day okay, at Fullerton well, before I ever put the Titans up there. I was going to say, I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just giving you propaganda right now, but don't don't just think that that quote right there just didn't go on our, our on our on our chalkboard tonight. JJ's got us fourth in the league. You know, I can pick us fourth, but don't you dare do that again. That's 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 for the coaches to sell your team low. You know, you're supposed to say, "Hey, I got you." I'm here. I got to you up there I'm here to support and motivate. Coach. Support well, and motivation's duly noted. D Dan Munson, place by JJ, spitting My hot goodness. fire on the post. I love it. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and joining us um i guess we'll see you tonight at the uh, at the black and gold scrimmage oh we'll see you next week when this airs because I'm, when it, once this thing airs we're gonna have people calling you left and right bringing andy back on after we talked to coach dan munson I, I forgot to ask coach what his recommendation for the week would be but i'm sure it would be go to the 562.org right now and check out the coverage from the men's basketball black and gold scrimmage. It sounds like his recommendation would be that Long Beach State fans let you know what they think of your prediction of where they'll finish in the What's hilarious <laughs> is I actually I, I did pick them fourth, but that's not how I meant to read it. <laughs> I was just right, saying. Uh -huh. yeah, I, don't think that, I don't think that came out Did the not way come across. Yeah, did Dan, not come Dan across. Was, uh, I sensed some genuine passion there. My Fullerton <laughs> joke landed, though. Andy, uh, what is your recommendation for LB Nation? Something like a movie, sh TV show, book? What, is, well, what do people need uh, to check for out? For the locals, I think Shoreline Village Haunted House. Oh, boom. Get out there and take the kids and have some fun. Now, you're a haunted house guy? I like the haunted house. Big, you know, go Disneyland. You got to go haunted house. Okay. I mean, did you ever uh, work at one? I did not. I Oof. didn't have that pleasure. But, uh, that uh, literally didn't even occur to me until just now that you could work at a haunted yeah. house. My wife worked at one of the most famous haunted houses in New York that to this day is still running. They still do it every year. And her stories of it makes me want to write a screenplay where it's just like the break room of a haunted house. So it's people dressed up as uh, demon clowns, but they're having like a regular conversation. I love it. I love it. Now that would be that would be something to work for. Don't steal that, people out there. That Don't steal me, that yeah, idea. I'm saying, that's your fault. You're 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 giving it away for free right now. You uh, got one? Yeah, mine uh, is. Uh, I it's not gonna pale. It's pales in comparison to the tales that you're telling right now. But yeah, we just went to the pumpkin patch with the kids. Uh, Pause pumpkin patch on uh, PCH. Had an awesome time. Saw a ton of people in Long Beach State gear down there. I think someone brought a team over there or something, but uh, always an awesome time. Uh, I'm going to go TV show Maniac on Netflix. Yes. Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, Carrie uh, Fukunaga. It's got it's got a rhythm to it that I like. I just watched episode one. Yeah, and, and what's really cool about the show is episode one is – not anything like episode four, but they're both really, really good. Yeah, it it really switches Great up cast. and changes. And uh, I, I realize now that I got to stop doing TV shows because I'm really revealing like my own personality. With <laughs> you're TV shows us, that I'm putting out the Netflix algorithm. I'm, yeah, Finley, I'm opening yes. my soul today. Really, <laughs> is, is what this is. Um, for tickets for any of the events that we mentioned, 
Call the box office right now, 562-985-4949. We want to see you in the stands this weekend. Volleyball in the mid, soccer at George Allen Field, water polo at Ken Lindgren Aquatic Center. It's all going to be on campus this weekend, and I'm sure you'll see Andy there. Andy, thank you so much for having us on your show. Thanks, guys. Producer Roger, thank you so much, and everybody else involved with the 562.org and Long Beach State Athletics coverage. We'll see you guys this weekend, Long Beach. Take care.